This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is brought to you in association with Wednesday Picks, the free-to-play game where you can bag yourself a share of £1,000 just by answering a few questions based on our upcoming fixture. Just head to the iOS App Store or the Google Play Store to download the app and enter your predictions. You have to be over 18 to play. Please play responsibly and be gambleaware.org. Hi guys, this is Chris Lyon. I'm Gerald Sabon. Marcus Hudgate. David Lucas. I'm Glenn Lovens. I'm Daniel Pidil. And I love listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. I'm James and yeah, I'm probably as pissed off and annoyed, if not more, um, as what you are right now, uh, listening. Maybe you've calmed down a bit. I am. Um, Jamie, first of all, happy birthday for, uh, for last Friday. How are you, mate? I'm not a bad mate. Two days, you know, Friday, I said to everyone on Friday for my birthday, a lot of people from podcasts and stuff as well came to meet us that live like around where we, where I am. And I said to everyone, I just, I'm just so happy with my birthday with Friday, the day before we played Wednesday, so it couldn't do it weekend. So, yeah, I, know, I was a bit hungover as well, so it wasn't the best day ever. I know, exa- exactly. Now, I mean, obviously we played two games. We've uh, we beat Blackburn and then we've uh, got beat by beat by Middlesbrough. Uh, I'm just, I'm just annoyed. Uh, at the whole at the whole thing but let, let's talk about Blackburn first that that win that we had 1-0 personally I thought we didn't play great but it's kind of like what you said last week about you know we need to be we need to win when we're not playing well I think at this moment in time we've just got well no I know now we've got two games at the time there were four, four games left it, it didn't matter who we were playing we just had to get a, had to get a result we took us luck with that deflected deflected goal, but yeah, it weren't it weren't a fantastic game to watch, were it? It weren't being nailed, but I think before we even talk about these two games, James, I thought about it earlier. Just randomly, just thought, you know what? Five or six games ago, when I was certain we were going down, if somebody had said to me, "You'll be in this position with two games left, where ninety percent chance," I think personally, if we win both games, we stay up. I'd have took it. Like I'd have actually snapped the hands off. And now thinking back to that Bristol City game, how important that actually was. It, it, but yeah, the Blackburn game, it weren't very good. Like I say, every week on podcast, we always say that point where we weren't playing well, but we were winning. It was another one of them. 
it, it's just frustrating isn't it because we don't want to talk about Blackburn now because we, we've obviously we're just pissed off about middles but all we want is just to speak about two bloody wins and we are what it's just hard in it we are creating a lot more chances under under Darren Moore I know he's obviously not not been there I do wish that he's uh, makes a full recovery and everything but you know, you know, I can see that we are trying to play a better style of football. It was certainly a lot better than what what it was like when Tony Pulis was here. You know, we are trying to create chances, and we, and you know, and we are creating you know a lot more. I mean, we had fourteen shots against against Blackburn, but the problem is, is we had six shots on target, and we've only got one goal to come from it. And even that one, we're a deflected deflected goal. We're we're just not taking the chances. You're right, and. That, that just brings me on to this, James, because all fans have got their own opinions and it's hard to do this podcast because next next season when we're doing it, there's not going to be two games every single week, hopefully. It's going to be back to normal talking about one, maybe two, some weeks, as as you obviously know. But at the minute, because there's that many and there's that much to talk about, it's hard to talk about one without talking about other because you're winning the defeat and it's hard. But when you're on about that chance like that, yeah, we're creating more, which is obviously good. But every, all fans are united on people like Windass and whatever. So, we are trying to talk about Middlesbrough too much against Middlesbrough. He is, I just see everyone on about composure. He ain't got any composure. I think he has. So he didn't have early on in the season when he should have done that pass to Pelly Pessy. But then a the week after, he learned from it. He set up roads with that tapping against what do you call it? Norwich. We've seen him finish Norwich. We've seen him finish at Luton. We've seen him take that penalty under, under a lot of pressure. And he scored that. And we've seen Windass. Like, I, I honestly think that guy has got so much potential. It's just, I don't know, it's just something. It's a bit not like Medine, but you know what I mean? There's just something about. I don't know, so about it, but at the same edgy. time, James. Yeah, a bit, yeah, just like I don't know, there's a lot of pressure. He's got ten goals, but anyway, the the thing we are all, James, is like it is very fine margins. Like we've said it so many yeah. times. So going back to Blackburn, that that finish from good, good good composure for start. That finish against Blackburn was class, like a really good finish, and that there that won his game. So we're not going to talk about Middlesbrough yet, but because we're going to go back to that. But Middlesbrough, he took the penalty, he missed that one chance. But when he missed that one chance, they then scored straight after, and that that great game were over. He chased fine, fine, fine margins, and it's difficult. But all pressures on him because he's he's just going to be scoring goals, and he and he don't matter how many he scores, that one chance that you remember, like so it's hard. And all the, I think them chances that we had against Blackburn, what stuck out for me is how many chances did our defenders get? I think Palmer had two chances. I think Burner had two and Lees as well. They all had chances. I'm thinking to myself, like, if a goal scorer like Windass or you know Rhodes, Patterson, whoever it is, gets on the end of one of them, I'm thinking there's you know there's much more chance of it going back at net. You know the fact that they came to us three three defenders. I was thinking, oh, you know, when you when you, when it happens, you see it and ball goes off at bar, and then it, 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 it like zooms in on person that's hitting. You're like, oh, it's Burner. Like, come on, like like, why has it come to him? I know, and and you're right with it because against Cardiff, like every single shot we had, we went in. That's that were that type of game. That leads when we beat them six nil. Like, it was one of them days. But what like what you're on about now? That many chances. I, I I don't look at it like that. I look at I, I think I look at it in a good way because yeah, they're falling to the wrong people, but these people weren't getting anywhere near before we took over, and they're getting the chances. Only they're getting the chances. Like if it were against Cardiff, they'd have all scored their goals. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's on the day. But then all these chances are missed, right? Everyone were happy after the Blackburn game. We're in 90th minute. If something, something happened right below or a corner comes in and they score, it's 1-1. We're, we're crap. We're shit. It's, we've got no bottle. Everyone needs to die. You know, this is what I mean. It's, it's just fine margins, mate. Against Blackburn, I, I, you were, I was sat there watching it last minute, like, and 
I, I was, I'm sad there, mate, right? Honestly, I'm eating, I'm, I'm eating a bit of pineapple to stop me from biting my toenails. Not my actual nails, but toenails because my, my normal nails have gone. I've got my legs in air, my arms are in air. I'm flapping about. Literally, look like a distressed fucking octopus. I was, I were in a rape mess. I did do a voice note, didn't I, while I was doing it? Like, yeah, just li- listen to it. I, I was, I was creasing up laughing when I was listening to it. It was, it was crazy. Ninety third minute. They've had nothing all game. He's on edge of box. He's short. He's deflected. He's going out for a corner. Is he going out? It's a corner. It's a corner. Yep. Oh, don't, 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 don't. Ball's crossed in. Clear it. Clear it. He's in back in again. Clear it again. Please, booty out. Booty out. Still got it on edge of box. Oh, block. Go on then. Oh, just get a foot on it. It's gonna come in again. This, this is fucking horrible. Blocked. One minute left. Throwing Blackburn. This is horrible. This is fucking. Good, good. Oh, Joey Pell, you press it. Let him back. Touched it. No, don't give free kick. Booty that. Forty seconds. It's just look at it. Look at panic stations. Keep up. Get it, Westwood. Get it. You, you obviously sent that to me, but that's exactly what I was feeling like. I was feeling exactly the same. I was sat there thinking, like, oh, my God, no, please, please, no, 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 don't don't score. Like, just, but I expected it. I think that's probably why you did that as well, that you expected yeah, them to score. Yeah. And uh, it I, was so, it. Yeah, I was so relieved at the end when, when they didn't score a goal. Like, it was just, it was weird. It was like, I don't know, it was as if, it was as if that, like, were a game to, like, go up or something. Do you know what I mean? They were, it really... You know, against Blackburn when we near the bottom of the league, it was it was it was crazy. It did it meant it meant it meant a lot, didn't it? But again, this is why it always brings us on to Middlesbrough game because it just gets ruined by another game after, doesn't it? And because like like you know the thing is James, with COVID stuff, with COVID stuff, said so that this were a normal season ever, they're finishing earlier than it normally does. We beat Blackburn there, said so that we're playing the Saturday after, which would normally happen. Then you've got a week. I know it's not an excuse, but I'm saying we're on podcast then and we're like, right, talking about next game and because you've got to fit everything in and rush it all in now, nah, it doesn't matter how well somebody played against this game at Blackburn and whatever, whatever, because all you pinpoint is that middle to a game. So you can't really take any positives from last game because we've just had that beating. So... It's just difficult, mate, isn't it? I know. I mean, one, one thing I want to mention about Blackburn as well, before we do move on, uh, is Hutchinson. Like, yeah. he got that yellow card early on, which, Jesus, he nearly hit him into Rose's head, didn't he? He, he tried to run yep. past him and he just hacked him down, which I thought was just a stupid yellow card. Um, and yep. then and then when he when he brought that kid down again, I, I, honest to God, I thought he was gone. And to be fair, he perhaps should have gone. He should have got a second yellow for that. And and I was I said to you didn't I? I said we need to take him off. Like he, yeah. in that game, I, I think I'm not sure if it was nil nil or one nil at the time. I can't I can't remember. I think it was nil nil. And um, I'm just thinking if he gets a red card, that is it. Like that's game over. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're not we're not going to win this game. We needed to win. We needed to win it. You know what I mean? But I was like saying take him off. Even what what minute? We're like 15th minute or something ridiculous. I'm like get him off. Put a rigidi on. And because if not, he's going to get sent off. I mean, as it happens, he didn't he didn't take him off, and he didn't get and he didn't get sent off. But I think that like kind of removes when he gets the yellow card, it, it removes that part of his game. That like you know, and and I think if if Blackburn had a bit about him, they'd have just targeted um, just targeted him and actually you know actually gone for Hutchinson and tried to get him tried to get him sent off. Yeah, so I, I agree and then I disagree again, James, for for two reasons. Because one, it's showing that 
because a lot of people have said since he come back, he's amazing. Then he's not amazing. Then he is. You know what? You know what we're like as fans. Like you've got to play well every single game. But the thing is, is but somebody like before he even come back when we did the first podcast, I said he go straight back into team James, and we need somebody we need there like that. There, it, it didn't do it on purpose, but I also think in back of his mind is. Do you remember it used to be like on Twitter, you used to be Sam Hutchinson bingo, you used to guess when you were getting a card, just knew we were sort of thing. But yeah, this now, since he's come back and it's all about fashion and passion and fighting and this and that, I just think subconsciously without even realising, it's sort of like, I don't know, making too much effort or being like, yeah, I'm still here and I'm buffling people up sort of thing. I, I don't know, but I can't... Trying to play up to yeah, the kind just, of bravado just, of yeah, like... Just, yeah. You know what it is, James? Because I saw, because Sam Hutchinson has done use social media whatsoever. But I saw a lot of tweets about him. He's, he's playing well, he's this, is that, but he's not playing used to be. He don't get stuck in as much as he does, blah, blah. And you know how much players see all these things because you know they do and whatever. And I honestly think, my personal opinion is, it sort of got back to him. Not, not even got back to him. You've just seen it. You'll have, you, it, it, I saw it all over Twitter. Like, it, it's not got much fight and whatever, whatever. I think that is subconsciously back of his head, like I'm saying. And it's just made a difference in when he's gone out and he's like, oh, I'll show him that. But I don't know. I don't know. But either way, I won't change his game because... That's why he's a player he is. I'm not saying I want to change his game. I just feel like... And it took him off. Yeah, yeah in, in, in that game, I just I thought it's sods low that we're going to get a sending off and it's just going to ruin game. Like the Reading game when Burner got sent off, I just thought this is what happens to us. Like, I mean, as I said, as it, as it happens, we didn't get sent off and... And we, you know, we won the game, but I just at the time I think everyone would have probably probably the same. I, I, I thought he should have got sent off, and you know we were just fortunate that that he didn't. And I mean, you, you've got to take your luck, can't you? Sometimes you know we, we we don't get. I don't think we've got much luck at all this season. Um, so to get that deflected goal and for you know for him to not get a second yellow, I thought you know we've we've at least we've made use of that luck that we've that we've got. I mean, do you want to move on to uh, on to Middlesbrough? I don't really want to talk about it, but we suppose we're going to have to, aren't we? Really. Um, I just think the Middlesbrough game because I've seen so many people angry about it, and obviously I'm angry as well. Like, but all fans are divided. Everyone's got their own opinions, and there's the others that'll go more mad after a game. Like, it's all in here moment. We all know what everyone's like, but I just t- tried to stay out of it a minute because we're all saying the same, we're all feeling the same. But with Middlesbrough game, I just feel like going back to Windass, mate. It can finish, but yeah, composure sometimes you might like. But that chance he missed, like I said, it, they, they had a good game plan. They played decent first half. With Burner at least, all you're going to want to do is put in when I, when I mention their names, like I would do with you, because it's every week we just said the same thing, but this time it's Burner making a mistake or whatever, right? Then it were finger at least, and then Lee's nice nah, got a broken leg and whatever. It's just one thing after another. So going back to what do you call it, Reading game, at Reading game, it were Burner and it got sent off, last man done, whatever. Then you've got Lee's with not controlling it properly other week, and then you've got him again this week. It's 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 just. I think you wouldn't pick up on it as much if they weren't if they weren't scoring from these mistakes we're making, but it's just too it's too often. It's just happening too often. But then you go into the game and you look at this, you've made a mistake, but then we've got a goal back. And it was a great run, by the way, by Andre Green. That was that was brilliant. But then at half time, we come out. When you come out, yeah, we missed a chance for Windass. But if you'd have scored that, we might have been 3-1, might have been 4-1, we might have lost still. Whatever we never we don't know. But that whole game, that one little sl- miss, what's in a split second, and he don't mean to miss, he don't want to do it on purpose. And he misses that. And that the whole game there is gone from us being a positive performance, and then Windass being saviour, scoring a pen and then another goal, and we're staying up to now they've got no fight, we're crap, they don't care, and it's just difficult. I just all I wanted to do, James, in 80th minute when they scored it to make it 2-1, I 
whatever minute were. I just wanted to be on that sideline. He's already said, James Fingy, he doesn't like being on the sideline as it is. He's not natural or whatever. But I just wanted to be on that sideline and just screaming at everyone, going, listen, listen, Derby, they're losing. They're losing. Nobody understands how big that were. If we get one point against Middlesbrough, that means that if Derby lose the next game and we win, we only need to draw that last game of the season because our goal difference is better. It was massive. Yeah. So we've got nothing to lose by them stood on the sideline, screaming at them, saying, listen, Go for goal now. Everyone here, get up front. We need a point now. We need a point. And then what? If we don't get a point, what? Is it who's going to complain? No one. If it, because we went for it. But it's just, it was just hard to take, mate. It was hard to take. I know. I mean, I've, I, the mistakes, you've already t- touched on them. You know, Burnham had two mistakes, led to two goals. Lee's made a mistake that he just about recovered from. And you're right in what you said. How many how many mistakes have we made that have led to led to goals? You look at like Rotherham, you know, Izzy Browns took a terrible, terrible corner and then they've ran down over end and scored. All right, that's probably a bit harsh, uh, harsh. Yeah, it is. It but, is. But, but but then you know, slipping and what have you, uh, or miscontrolling it or or all these other all these other things. And like when you when you when we played Norwich and they beat us two one. I don't mind if they've scored two fantastic goals like they did. You hold your hands up and go, we've been beaten by a much better side. They've took the chances, quality goals, fair play. But it's so frustrating when you've you've got defenders. You know, it's not like once every couple of games. It's like once or twice every game that they're making a mistake and and just putting themselves under so much pressure. They're already under pressure as it is because of where we are in league. Fans are all on the back. And then, and then to make another, you know, slip up like that. I mean, that control from from Tom Lee's, that, that first, it, it was absolutely terrible. You're like, same with Burner. What's he doing? Like we, we said it last week. We, these are professional footballers that they get paid to play football. We're talking about control, literally just controlling the ball. We're not talking about scoring a thirty-five yard scream or anything like that. We're talking about controlling the ball and passing it to another player in your in your own team. And if you can't control it, get rid of it. Just get rid yeah. of it. Not only that, we're playing a side that have got nothing to play for. Middlesbrough, all right, Colin's going to get him, uh, you know, worked up and, you know, obviously he wanted to beat us, didn't he? Um, you know, to, send, to send us down. But even so, we should have been... We should have been up for that game, and I don't, and I don't think we were. Like, or, or if he was up for it, he didn't really show in the performance. You've got like, you know, you've got you know players that are just. I don't know. There's just like, there's just no urgency about him. I, I, I wanted him to come out 110 mile an hour. I know you could argue that we had more to lose than than to gain in that if we'd have got beat by three, four, five nil, or conceded a goal early on, then it would have been game over. I get, I get that. You can't just be gung ho from from get go, but. I don't know. I just, you know, as much as Middlesbrough would have been up for that game because, uh, you know, them wanting to send us down, or they're not going to be as up for it as what we would have been. You know, they're not going to go in for a challenge because if they get injured, that could be like, that's it, you know, for, for, for what? For getting three points and sending us down. They're not going to be, is you know, going for all these 50 50s. We needed to be first to every ball. And it felt like every second ball they were, they were getting. Nah, I know when, you, when you're losing. You, you know, you pick up on all these things, and when we're down at bottom, we're picking up on all these minute details and stuff. But I just thought it was simply not good enough. Yeah, it weren't. It weren't. But again, I thought it were good enough until they scored that second. Not good enough, but it were all right. But the thing about that, James, you know, not to play for or whatever. Wednesday, Wednesday, Cardiff, other season when Jermaine Johnson scored about ten years ago, that that rings a bell. The the wins we've had in the past when we've always been in the table, the ones when we've got no to play for because there's no pressure. So that's that. That is why. 
it's harder to play teams like this. But at the same time, it doesn't matter if it's Middlesbrough who's got no to play for. If it's Watford who need to win to get promotion, the the league with maximum points ever. It doesn't matter what it's for. We should be up more up than any other team ever because we're, we're, we're Wednesday. We're Wednesday fans. We need to win to fucking stay up. So it doesn't matter what anyone's saying. You need to drill in the red. That it doesn't matter how much they're up for it or they're not this old. Just you've got to win. You've got to win. And if we go behind like we did, if we do go behind, then I want every single one of you, none of your heads drop. Just know you've got to get back in it. No, you've got to score again. Just a bit of passion on the sideline, which I know Moore's got or whatever, but he's not there. And obviously it's not his fault that his assistant's there, but you just I'm watching it and I'm just and I'm just thinking just just subs to sat down. Uh, arms crossed cuts on and all that and he's on sideline talking with Nicky Weaver whatever. and I'm just thinking I know it's because I'm a Wednesday fan but you, that's why I'm always going about Megson because I'm just thinking right when ball's out for a throw in and he's got it in his hand it makes him pick it up he'll keep it in his hand there's 10 minutes left he's 2-1 you're not getting his ball back listen to me all of you the referee comes over give ball back you need to win now. do you know what I mean some passion some like urgency I don't know I just again it weren't enough I've got something for you then right so Based on what you're just saying now, do you think, and I know Darren Moore's not on the sidelines, do you think, I mean, I'm going off on a bit of a tangent here, but do you think Darren Moore has been brought in to save us? To like, you know, when he, when he came in, were he brought in to, to keep us in championship or was he brought in kind of knowing that we're probably going to get relegated and he's the best man for League One? I think a bit of both, to be honest, James. Like, because I think with his passion, we went into COVID, you saw the interview, he, he, he loves it and he still does. Like you, you can see he's a passionate manager and he rate love being here on this massive club, this massive club, that massive fans. He, he just he rate wanted to be here. So all he all he was obviously thinking it back to his head is and I think he's thinking there's not much pressure because it we're expected to go down. So that took pressure off in a way because if we do stay up, it's best thing somebody could have done. So I, I think it would uh, for him as a manager, even though a lot of people say it worst time, I think he's he's got to know he's staying next year. Chairman's got to have said if we go down, you're still yeah. here. But he, 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 I didn't think he had as much pressure as everyone thought because no one expected us to stay up. So the fact he's really likeable as well, and then he's got pneumonia and COVID and all, it just adds to insult to injury, doesn't it? But you can't really judge all until next season, whatever league we're in. But like you said, I can remember you said on Twitter, you said to someone, uh, you put a tweet or you put a Facebook there somewhere, and, I, and I, when I saw it, I thought, you know what, yeah. Like you said, does anyone actually want to stay up? Like, And when you said that, right, as a football fan of your club, like what the fuck? What sort of question is that? Like, but that's where we're at as fans because we don't. That chairman is that dodgy, and we don't know what's going off, and we don't know who's staying, we don't know who's going wherever. So, if you were to say to us now, if we just stay up this year, they're going to make loads of signings. There's going to be no, no nothing wrong with money next year. There's going to be a new chairman, but then obviously we want to stay up. But if it's going to carry on like this, I'd rather go down and play shit teams. Just it's so difficult. It's like such a roller coaster, isn't it? So it's true. It's yeah. just I mean, all yeah. a, a big shambles. Yeah, I mean, for for me, I think more has been has been brought in for for next season. I I think he's he's not the type of manager to 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 come into you know he's not got like a, a track record of keeping teams up like a Sam Allardyce or or someone like that. Do you know what I mean? He, he's he's not like a firefighter. I think he he has been brought up to with his you know experience that he's had in League One, albeit brief ex, brief experience with Doncaster. I think he the, the he's been brought in to to literally. To get us up next season, knowing that we're probably going, you know, going down, and I'm as shocked as anyone that we that we haven't been relegated yet. You know, um, you know, you've just come on to the fact, you know, that when I said about does anyone want us to to stay up? Like, it's it's funny because as as a football fan, as a Sheffield Wednesday fan, of 
course, I don't want us to go down. I, 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 I do want us to stay up in this in this division. I don't, you know, it's crap getting relegated and stuff. But like you just said, if it's going to be the same, then what what is the point? And I think that going down, we've got a much better chance of like hitting reset button than uh, than we would have if we stay up. I think if we stay up, you've got some players. Now, I can't I can't name more. It's taking too long to name more. But all these players that are out of contract, there'd be quite a lot of them players that would get another contract at Sheffield Wednesday just because it'd be very difficult to to sign players that we need with you know very little budget and you know looking at free transfer market to sign, say, you know fifteen players or ten players or however many players we need because we've released them all. It, that's going to be a, a you know a massive task. So we'd end up keeping some players that we perhaps don't need to keep. You know. Uh, Tom Lees, uh, Adam Reach, Jordan Rhodes, all these players that probably, if we're good on, are going to are going to leave. We'd end up keeping them, and that, sometimes I think it's better. It might be better for them players to to move on, and, and we'll get someone else in. Whereas if we're in League One, we can get players. We you know we'll be able to attract a lot of better players, or well, not better players. Sorry, like we'll attract players that because they'll want to play for Sheffield Wednesday in League One because we are a massive club. Yeah, again, again, every, everything about that is right, and. Touching on it, like the, the relationship, the best thing ever what you can have, like, is be chairman when they get on with manager. For example, Newcastle, we actually in that in Bruce and whatever. It, it, when it don't, it don't work when your chairman's like they are with finger, unless you've got loads of money, like Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, whatever. They don't even talk to the thing and they buy whatever they want to buy. But as for this rebuilding or whatever next year, why it's difficult is because, like, if we go down, yeah, you, we, can, we can rebuild the weather, but. It, it, we could come straight back up, but then again, it could take us three or four years. You, you don't know; it's just all it's all mm. mystery. But it's when you look at things like Adam Reach and now nah, he's not liked by a lot of fans. But you just are you all, all you think back to is hold that whole game, and everyone's right happy. But everyone's right, so it's just such a good atmosphere. Everything about it was just amazing. But then I just love now, James, to be in that changing room. Like put it this way: I, this is a fact, right? This is a fact. I always do this where I say this is a fact, and somebody will pick me up on it because it's not a fact. But it's a fact <laughs> to me. So this is a fact to me. This is a fact to me. Izzy Brown is at home with his mates or his bird or whoever he is, whoever's tweeting, and somebody goes over to him and says, listen, if Wednesday go down, do you actually give a fuck? No, he doesn't. He doesn't, right? So why are you playing him? Why are you putting him on? Izzy Brown, right? You said to him, listen, do you want to be at Sheffield Wednesday next season if if somebody at Championship comes in for you? Yes or no? No, well, not, obviously not. Like, they, don't, why are you playing him? Do you know what I mean? All these little things like that, what I just don't get. So... I just love to be in that changing room and just go to it. Just go. Right, listen, do you want to be here like next season? Right. Listen, stuff the chairman this, stuff what's going off, stuff whether you're going to get paid this or stuff, whether you're going to get offered a contract or anything. I'm asking you right now, do you want to play for Sheffield Wednesday next season, whether we league one or championship, yes or no? Because straight away I'd be able to tell by looking at someone's face as a manager, if it if it makes a slight comment like uh, well, you're not playing, no matter how good you are, whatever. And there's it, just somebody on bench that don't play as much who's there going, yeah, man, going mad. Then you play him, do you know what I mean? Just a bit of fucking fight, just fight, just passion. And we just haven't seen it at all. And we haven't no. seen it at all. And it just, we, we see him hugging each other and kissing each other when we win games. And I, but again, you just always look back to it, like when we played Leeds away a few seasons ago and they're all going, we knew him and that. And you went, hey, to all fans going and the, the whole atmosphere, the whole togetherness when Carlos were there Carlos had a dream it was just all a unit when we lost we didn't care there were no more you know because it was just, it was just such a team such a unit and there's just none of that none yeah. of that at all centre-backs Lees and Berner like this centre-back pairing where both of them you're shitting yourself about making a mistake and you, he's oh, I don't know me I just I don't know what I want but I also do know I also do know that this if we do be you know, by, um, Boris next game 
and Derby do lose, then it will be an unbelievable. It's going to be a Palace all over again, isn't it? Simple. It'll be an yeah. unbelievable last day of the season. Just want to say on that as well, if, 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 massive if, and if, if that does pan out and we do need a win against Derby on the last game of the season, uh, we, we floated the idea of having it doing a, a live stream, didn't we? Like a watch along. Yeah. Um, so if yeah, if, if that does happen, we'll 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 do a little alternative commentary, so you can learn, you can watch me and Jamie tear tear his hair out. Well, what's left for it anyway? Um, watching uh, watching him play against Derby. Now, I mean, it, one thing I want to say is well, when we talk to all these players uh, and all these interviews, um, now we, we we always talk about like what the atmosphere is like in changing room and you know some of the players that we've talked about talked to that uh, have you know been unfortunate to be on. You know, to yeah. suffer a relegation with with Wednesday, and and they've all said that, that, that like the changing room were crap, like the atmosphere were like shit and stuff. And can't set up with time. Yeah, but do, do you do you think that that's that's the same now? Do you know what I mean what? I'd love to be in change room. Do you know what I mean I'd love to that be in change room and, and see what what the atmosphere is like with your likes of your Izzy Browns that ain't bothered with your likes of Liam Shaw that again don't care because he's off to he's off to Scotland. Do you know what I mean? I, I'd, I'd love to know what it was like in that in that in that dressing room right now. Yeah, again, that's another thing. Just it's such a good point to make because when we speak to people on these podcasts, all the all every one of them say is like when Tommy Spur went to Doncaster, he felt loved there and whatever. That's all he wanted. He didn't want to leave Wednesday, but he felt pushed out and whatever. He can't say that while he's playing for us, but it happens. Then Pressman, that happened with Pressman with Danny Wilson. He couldn't say what happened, but it happened. Then you've got when Lovers were and he said it was rate bad when he first came. People didn't get on whatever. Tommy Spear again when he went about all loan signings we had and this and that. There's just so many things that go on, but you haven't got a clue because you, this, no one's going to say now nah, playing for Wednesday and come out and say I don't like him or I don't like him, which is why these podcasts are good because they, all they said to us straight away, James, is yeah, I don't mind what I said. I'm not tied down to no one. I'll be honest, and that's why we love doing it. But there'll be you imagine the things like Tommy Spear telling us what goes off, and that we're all right then, and it seemed like everywhere right unit, and then you got Pressman Wednesday. Best ever keeper. You, you would have thought that. And there's so many things. Like now you've got in that change room. Like I say, you've got Shaw who's, who's coming on off bench or whatever, who's already gone, signed a contract to go to Celtic when it's his boiled club, what he absolutely adores, what he loves playing for, whatever. So why even give him a chance to play? Why, why do why? You don't want to be here. Simple. But he doesn't want to be here. Then again, is he brown where he plays two minutes or three minutes? Kachunga is crap. Like just so many things where it's just, there's just not, I don't know, I've never felt as shit with subs coming on in my life, like with substitutes out on bench, like now, when they weren't ready to come on the day with his boots, his boots weren't ready to come on, with it, I just don't get it all, so if, I would love to see, be a more you know, changing room, and see a little spy camera or whatever, but at the same time, like, this is why I don't like stuff like this, because that's why I'm so passionate about mixing every time, because he won't let stuff like this happen, he won't let none of this bickering happen or whatever, he makes sure everybody in that squad we're just fighting, and that's what we're not doing at minute. Mate. Yeah, I know. I mean, like you, know, you just said, when you look at the bench that we've got, I mean, I know we've suffered with injuries and stuff and stuff like that. You know, you've got Io for out injured for God knows how long, Luongo, Shea Dunkley, and all these players. But you look at the, you look at yeah, and like Lees, yeah. But you look at the bench, and there's absolutely no impact players on the bench, is there? You, you know, when no. we, we're, we're, I think that you know, I mean, I've I've not really put much thought into this, but when you when you're looking at how many games we've gone behind and. You know, we can add another one to that one. That's 23 games that we've gone behind and 23 defeats, no points. When when teams do go behind, you, you see them, you know, they bring a player on, they, they change it change it around and stuff and they bring this player on and change formation and, and, and then they get a goal, you know, and stuff like that and they have, you know, make an impact. We're bringing on, 
you know, Kachunga, like you said, what's he going to do? He's, he's, he's no different to what well, he's worse. Like, you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's not bringing anything to the table. Izzy Brown, what's he going to do? He, you know, he gets his Zimmer frame out and just, you know, just trots around and just, you know, loses the ball, kicks it out of play. Like, we haven't got anyone that can come on and make the difference. And, and it's like the, the players on bench are just on bench because they can't be asked. They're not on bench because they've, you know, they've been trying hard and they've met, met it onto the bench. They're just on there by default. Yeah, and that's bang on. So this is again like uh, everyone hated New Year. I don't like this, Jamie. You, you just agree with everything I say. <laughs> no, but listen, everyone, everyone, everyone hated New Year. Yeah, everyone loved him. Then they hated him. Then they loved him. Then they hated him. New Year were our fifth choice stri- striker. But we, listen, it were Hooper, Fletcher, and he swapped sometimes with Jao and Stockmore. Rhodes were fourth choice striker with New Year. But that our fourth and fifth choice strikers, that's who they were. But New Year, right? You bring him on. To score a late goal to get us back in it, and you could bring him on to hold it up. To you, it were an impact sub in both ways. But then, not only that, you had Jao who won't bench. We were moaning about Jao when we had, when we had him. But that's how good the times were. Listen, that's no. how good the times were, right? It's how like, we 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 used to have me coming off the bench. Yeah, we used to have Newell Jao coming off bench, and then in midfield we place we would play Bannon, Hutchinson, Kevin Lee. Like, well, who do you want to choose out of them? And then we've got Dan Reed. We had Ross Wallace, which which side should we play them on or whatever? Forest Sierra, should we should we play Forest Sierra? Should we play that were fit? It was unbelievable. But you know, just the options were mad. Everything about it, mate, were crazy. And we were moaning, 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 because that's what we do. But now nah, you look at this, and honestly, you're looking at Bench and you've got Alex on, and then you've got Kachunga, and then you've got any I don't see, I don't even know. Because when will I, in fact, when was the last time somebody come off the bench for Wednesday's good? We are Googling it and looking into it because I do just think in your head now, what, when was the last time it happened? Off the top of your head. And if, if one of you straight away goes, oh, this game, fair enough. Uh, but I can't think, I honestly can't think. You know when New you used to come on and then he'd score at Leeds, two late goals, or you'd bring, I don't know, flip, I don't know, you know what I'm saying, bring Forest Sherry on and score this. There's never ever a bit, when we bring a substitute on, there's never ever a bit of hope, ever. Like you never, you know when we bring Pelly Pessy on? We're bringing Pelly Pessy on. We know he's not going to score. Yeah, he might, he might, he might try and help defence, but he's not, he's not brought on to score. But anyway, then you bring in Kachunga on, and you know he's not, there's not a chance. And then you've got how many goals has Kachunga scored? Has he got one? Has he even got one goal this season? Scored one in cup at the start of the season. And then you know what's funny about that? that I, mean, I wrote a song about Izzy Brown. People remember this. I wrote a song about Izzy Brown at the start of the season when I thought he'd be very good. And this guy on Twitter also wrote a song about Kachunga. What went viral? Like Kachunga, Kachunga. And anyway. And the, the two worst players in the squad. Like, I don't know, mate. I just... Moral of the story. Don't write, just... don't write another song, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> no. Did it. I well, just another... I mean, obviously, we've gone off on a bit of a tangent, but I just want to go back to go back to Middlesbrough if we, if we can. Um, I mean, one thing that one thing that struck me as well is, you know, I think it were 3-1 three, three, at the time, I mean, 2-1, but there's a couple of minutes left in game. And we're passing the ball backwards. We got ball at halfway line and we've thrown it and then ball goes back to goalkeeper. And I think, like, what is the point? Like, honestly, it's as daft as it sounds when it gets, yeah, we're 3-1 down, but we get a goal, it make it 3-2 and then that means that, you know, goal goal difference could be really, really important. You know what I mean? Goal difference could be massively important for us staying up. It could could literally be that close. First time, first time I disagree in there because, to me, that don't make sense. Three one down. Why aren't we going for it? Because call difference could make all difference. So if we do go for it, but that's when we could concede. So when you three one down, when you three one down, James, that's when 
knobheads. But when you're only two one down, that's when you go all out for it. Hundred million. You're not going to consolidate a three one defeat. That doesn't make sense, does it? No, you're not. Like... No, but when it's when it, but when it's two one, you go. No, we, we need to go all out to get that point. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, then when it's three one, yeah, you need to go all out to get win. But you, I don't think you can sit there and say, but goal difference could be a massive importance. You've got to go for that set goal, even if it makes it three two. Because if you're doing that, you're just as likely. In fact, you're a lot more likely. Trust me, as a Wednesday Wednesday. Well, fan, yeah, to be fair, like, yeah, a Wednesday fan to concede a goal. Do you know what I mean? So, but again, it's all when I said it's all if and buts. That Middlesbrough goal, he he did that a stupid mistake in defence. Deflected in like it was deflection that went in right. It's just, it's all ifs and ifs and ifs. It's been ifs all season and it all season. But right now, if we'd have just matched Derby's result or even got a point when they lost, we'd have been, we'd have needed to win if they lose and then get a draw last game. But I, I just yeah. think it don't matter because if you're going to play Derby, well, you're not going to go for a draw anyway to stay up. To you. I don't, but yeah. Rotherham could still, we don't know, do we? We don't know. No, Matt, I mean, so another thing as well, I just think that all season we've, we've just not took his chances. I mean, you look, we had, we had 18 shots. Uh, against Middlesbrough, six on target and we've scored one. Middlesbrough have had fifteen shots. They've had five on goal and they've scored three goals. Like with it, you know, they're just we're just not clinical enough. Like I think it was exactly the same against against Blackburn. I think we had six shots on target and scored one and scored one goal. Like we we we're just not putting his chances away. And like yeah, like you've just said, massive ifs and buts. You know, if we'd have held on against Bristol, if we'd have held on against Rotherham, if we'd have not you know absolutely capitulated against Luton, there's loads of ifs and buts all season. But unfortunately, there's been too many too many fuck ups this season and too many. Chances that we've not not taken. I mean, for for starters, I mean, Derby they they're on an absolute terrible run. They, I think uh, they've had, I think it's something like twelve games and they've won one out of twelve, and they've been, had, a, had a few draws. They're they're terrible at the moment. Rotherham they they've lost four on spin. Like, they, why are we? Like, it's just so frustrating when all these things are happening. Look, we're saying like, if Rotherham lose and if Derby lose, they are losing, and we're not we're not taking advantage of it. It's just like what you said there. It's just made me realise more than I kind of like. It's just clicked in my head more than anything when you just said, "The fact is, we're not taking our chances." Blah 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 blah. Right. So you know, all they ever say is that it equals itself out for a season. But think about it properly, right? Think about it. So we've we haven't got any points from being behind this season. So when you're about taking our chances, whatever. The fact is, right? All season, all season, all these goals are conceded late or. Chances you've missed or whatever, whatever. All we needed from this whole season was what, like that Rotherham goal. That, that's one of them, and then that Luton half time. And we're above Derby. Then it's it's all it is all if it's, it's, it's yeah, but it's it's absolutely mental that we have not even got one one. We haven't scored it 90th minute like Bristol City did to get a point. We haven't, we haven't, when we go down to ten men, there's not a chance of us being in game. There's game over before we've even got eleven men. Never mind ten. It's just absolutely mental how it. it you can say it's a jinx and it's bad luck or whatever, but how can you not from going behind get get anything all season? It's just it's not it's unquestionable. It's like it's, but to touch on that again though, with that, and all is unquestionable at Middlesbrough when he went to two one. I'm looking at him, watching it on team. Not one of them were going, come on, come on, like what, what they're all every one of them heads down, passing ball back from center circle. And there's not one of them just that's like a leader just going, What are you doing? What are you for? Come on, we need to score. We, we're losing. We need, you know what I mean? It's just so frustrating. Yeah. I mean, it's funny you say about you know going, going behind or whatever. I've had a look. Uh, 
We've gone behind 23 times and we've got no points, which is the worst record out of everyone. I mean, Derby aren't too much better. They've they've gone behind 25 times this season and they've they've not picked any wins up. They've just only picked up two draws. So you can see why they're down near, near us as well. But on the flip side, you look at Brentford, right? So Brentford have gone behind 18 times, but from them 18 times, they've won six and drawn five. So what's that? 18, 23 points that they've picked up from when they've from when they've been they've gone behind. Middlesbrough, they've uh, they've gone behind 25 times, even though they've managed five wins and three draws from going behind. Do you know what I mean? So like all these other all these other teams, they're they're picking up all the all these points, and we're not picking up a single a single point. It's not that it's not that when you go behind, you definitely lose. It's it's not even the fact that finger James. It's not even the fact that. They've picked up this many points and that many points. It's the fact that we haven't even picked up one point. Like when we when somebody scored to make it one nil against us, we have not got one point. It's just it's not even a, a, to talk about other teams and records. It's we we haven't got one point. It's just it's, uh, it's, it's embarrassing. It's, it's embarrassing. It's, it's, there's no way. There's no way. It's got like you just said. It's worst in league. It's worst in, in surely. It's worst in football in all the football. It is. It is, it is the, the whole the whole football Mate, listen, league. A full season. A full season. We are we are going to go a full season, like if going going behind and not getting one point. Like that can't that has got to be a record. It has to be. Now, obviously, we do ask everyone for uh, for the questions and and things. Uh, obviously, you can get involved. You know, we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. It's at WTID Pod. Now, um, we asked uh, for for input, and uh, Jace underscore Owl got in touch. And he just said, in your opinion, what needs to change on and off the pitch for the club to start going in the right direction from next season? So, for, for a start, we need we need some structure. That's the main thing. That's what everyone else come on these podcasts are telling us about how important structure is from the backroom staff to the kit men to the people in the in the kitchen to everything. Just some structure where everyone knows what their job is. Everyone knows what they're doing. Chairmans aren't getting involved in picking teams or signing players if manager does it and ask the chairman just a, a bit of structure and a bit of stability that's the, that's what I, that's all I can say to that yeah I mean I think you're right I think we need a plan like I don't think we've got a plan at all I mean um, alright we've got a plan in terms of if we've brought a manager in but I, I don't think um, previously we, we knew what we were doing we were, we were just like you know the, the recruitment policy. I don't think we really had one of them either. I think everyone was crying out. You know, we were crying out for a striker and a left back in January. Now, whether something else had gone wrong behind the scenes, you know, we don't know, and I don't think Chancey will ever tell us. But you know, we aren't, we we need some sort of um, you know identity. You know, I, I won't mind it if we if we turn into a bit of a Barnsley, you know, where they you know bring all the youth youth players through, you know, get young players in and you know build them up, you know. You know, get some play. I don't mind selling players. Like I know Chan Siri said, we're not a selling club, but you know, look at Brentford. Look what they're doing. Like they bring their players through. Who are in now? Ollie Watkins. They've sold him. Now, if we had Ollie Watkins and we sold him, everyone would be like, "Oh no! Like why have we sold the best player?" But then they bring Ivan Tony, who scores even more goals than him. Do you know what I mean? Like why, why can't we do that? We're, we're holding on to these players. And then they're going on a free. Do you know what I mean? We're not. If, if someone's going to come in for someone and pay good money for him, get him gone, and then bring someone else in that's a little bit less than him, and then make them make them even better. I think that that's what we need to need to do. Like, you know, develop as youth players, give them a chance, better recruitment, bring some players in that um, are going to actually make a difference um, off the pitch. One thing that I've um, one thing that I've I've said, which I don't think will happen, but for me, like that ticket prices. 
we should do away with these multi-year tickets, like two, three, four, 10, 15, whatever year tickets that we've sold. It's a bit of a joke. Like we, we need to lower the prices. If we're playing League One football next season, we need to get people through that door. And yes, I know, you know, we haven't been able to go. So there's going to be a lot of people wanting to go for the first couple of games. But no, if we start losing them, them games and we, you know, we're down near like, you know, in second half at the table after the first three, four, five games, we're going to get, going to get like crowds of like, 12, 13, 14,000. There's not going to be that many people going. We need to have 20, 25,000 fans in, in Hillsborough. Like, and the only way we're going to do that is by lowering the price. If, we, if I think if we lower ticket prices, people are going to come in uh, and, and, and watch a game of football. They're not going to pay 40 quid to watch Sheffield Wednesday against, you know, Accrington Stanley or whoever whoever it is in, in League One, Oldham or whoever. You know what I mean? We're not, they're not going to pay that money. Like, there's some people, I and mean, these people that probably listen to this podcast, you know, there's probably them, they, they might, you know, they might go with a son or, you know, children or whatever, or might go with Missy. So it, it turns into like 100, 150 quid by, by the time you've gone to two games with, with snap and, and beers and all other stuff. You know, it's too expensive. Like, we need to reduce prices. He needs to get rid of his ego. Um, and one thing I said is these multi-year ticket deals. Why don't you just refund everyone? Now, I know everyone's going to say, I ain't got the refund from last season, but you don't need to refund them. Just put it on their, on their account. And then and then when it comes to uh, this season's tickets, you know, they, they can use the money that they've, they've, that they've got. It's not going to be fair to, to cut the ticket prices down uh, when, when they're going to be paying more than what people have been paying on multi-year prices. You're right, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening to you there all the way through it just, and it's making me sad just thinking about it all and it just makes you think when it, kids for a quid, like just little things like that, kids for a quid, that's that's going to, what you don't understand is that makes that makes the club more money because more adults will pay £40 to go just because kids are for a quid and then that's more future that are going and then it's more attendances, more people through the gate, or every, all of it, you know what I mean? But that multi-year thing, it just shows straight away it, it's got a problem with money. Something's been happening and he's done that to get money, to get loads of money up front. Simple as that. There's no other, there's no other reason he's done it. He's a businessman. Yeah. He's a multimillionaire. Why would he do that? He's not going to do it. And, and even though he supports Wednesday and he's passionate about it, however, he's not going to do that unless it benefits him. Simple as that. Simple as that. So yeah. when you said that then, everything you touched on, everything you touched on were perfect. And then it goes back to Sam Thompson. He said on Twitter, when he said that, why does every player leave under a cloud? And it just makes you think that is so right because you've had Fletch that when it's all bad thing in Fletch went Forest area he's injured in this and that and Upper we injured at end so he's gone. Jow left the family this season. They, they do every player leaves and it's it's not like yeah I don't know like you know like when a player goes from a, a league team they but they've done well for that club and it's. It's just not like they really is. They were like one leaving after the other. It were getting worse and worse. We're going down in league and all this, and it's it, they they do leave under a cloud. And he's right, and it's it, yeah. it's just hard, isn't it? I, th- I think I think one of the reasons why that is, I mean, social media don't help. You know, the fact that everyone's got a voice. Yeah. And I think as well because we because we are such a big club. Uh, you know, you, you see it in all Facebook groups that, that we're in and on, on social media, Facebook, Twitter. It's not sometimes it's not always the same the same people like um it and, and it's not always that it's not always the majority you know if, if a, a small group of people on 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 social media can have quite a big voice and then you, sometimes people think see that as like the 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 overriding emotion when when actually it, it's not do you know what I mean like if you said nah who wants Chancery out uh, and who wants him to st- stay in of course you're gonna have all people banging the drum saying get Chancery out. But that could only yeah. be 
you know, I mean, I don't know how many Sheffield Wednesday fans there are worldwide, but, you know, I'll, I'll, for, just to take an example, 300,000 people follow Sheffield Wednesday on Twitter. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, they're not all going to be uh, fans of Sheffield Wednesday, but, do you know what I mean? If you said Chancery out, of the of the of the twenty five thousand fans that go to the games, then you might have got, you might have a thousand people that are like, "Yep, I want him out." You know, that's that's it. But the other, you know, the other twenty four thousand might say, "Well, now I want him in." But because them thousand fans are making a great load of noise, people outside looking in, yeah. oh, that's what everyone thinks. Do you know what I mean? Like, so going back to your earlier point about, the, yeah, going back going back to your earlier point about the players. Then, so when players leave. Because everyone's like, "Oh, you were shit," and all this, like, this, that, and the other. I don't, I don't know. I think, so, I think sometimes it's it's not everyone. It's not everyone that thinks that. But because we live in a world of social media, it, you know, the people that shout loudest get heard, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And just just reminding me of something. Then when you said that about players leaving, again, I'm not having a lot of fans. I always say this, but because I'm probably at the time, I know for a fact when Hooper, when he went Wednesday, there were one point where we we didn't like him, where he was crap, or we didn't score. Fletcher, I can remember everyone going, why did they sign that old this and that? Joe, he's crazy, useless, lazy, this, that. It, it's, it's, it's always points for people, like whatever. But well, look, look, at, look at Tommy Spur. So we're going to release that Tommy Spur episode on Thursday for everyone to listen to. And there's one point on there where he said that Megson didn't play him. They didn't even have him in uh, under 18s. And he told him not to, tra- not to train with Sheffield Wednesday. So when he leaves to go to Doncaster, Everyone's like, "What's happened there? Like, why has he gone yeah. to Doncaster? Yeah. All this that, and the other." He didn't come out and, tell, and say what, what's happened, but like you've just said, things happen behind the scenes that you don't know. So fans there think Tommy Spur is a wanker, but actually, he was forced out of club. So actually, Gary Megson were, but but biggest arsehole. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, that's why that's what I'm saying, James. Because when we spoke to Tommy Spur there, I told my this perfect example. I told my brother we'd done Tommy Spur podcast. And he went, oh, I hate him. Forget that my opinion I did back in his head. Why? Because they said that, whatever. But at the time, like, he didn't want to leave. He loved, he loved playing for Wednesday. He, he, he tried to get back in and all this. But you don't know this until after. So you try everything about it. You try. But Chance Siri, going back to him, you're just thinking to yourself, James. You know, when, you, when we were playing well, he would always do little videos. He was always popping up everywhere and all that, whatever. But nah, like, where is he? Like, why is he not even doing a little statement, a video call of his face for anything, saying, listen, I know nobody knows what's going on for, there's this financial, bl- but I'm sorting this out, I'm, I'm committed to Wednesday, I want us to stay up, I want us to go down and come back, what, just, just speak to us, do you know what I mean? Just Because what you don't realise, this is what these chairmen don't realise, as you've seen in the Super League, they all just care about money, but what they don't realise is, unless you like Man U and whatever, when you're at something like Sheffield Wednesday, you make a lot more money if you try to do kids for a quid through respect and then people buying merchandise and then at half time buying them a meals instead of now. Like you're saying, you won't go because it's kids because it costs it cost that much. Then you know you've got to get them a pie on way, on way home and then you're going to be walking in front of all them fans and you can't get home and you, it takes ages to get there. Just everything about it, like you, you're right because it just needs to be a club again where you feel happy going and, oh, it's kids for a quid against that game and everyone's very happy and they're going. It's just the, the, the whole thing. The, the whole thing is crap. Like you're good at match and half time. I don't even bother now. Half time, I go for a I go for a piss and that's about it. I don't even bother going for going for a pie or a or a or a pint or anything like that because it takes that long to get to get served. Uh, I know we're going to you know we're talking about something totally different here, but like it, it takes that long that I don't even bother anymore. So you need to sort everything out. You can't just just like you know it goes back to structure, magically. 
yeah, you can't just magic things up and it just magically happened. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've got to put some effort in. Like, and it starts from the ground up. And, and football, like, football isn't just about the 90 minutes on the pitch. It's about everything. When you go to a football match, it's from, you know, you get up and you're excited about, you know, we're playing Bristol Bristol City or whatever it is. You're excited from when you wake up, you're like, oh, come on, lads, we're going to win. You're excited yeah. about going to the pub at 12 o'clock. You're excited yep. about yep. meeting your mates. You're excited about chatting about football and walking to the match. Then you might get a burger on way, on way in or a McDonald's or whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? All these things, it's not just about the 90 minutes. It's about the whole thing. And when you go in and, you know, you can't get a drink because, you know, a person that's serving, serving behind bar ain't got a Scooby-Doo what she's doing. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that, it just ruins the whole, the whole, like, the whole thing. It doesn't like like you've just said there. That remembering us as kids, like my little brother and I, he don't get excited to go ever. Like nobody gets excited. Me and you, we used to go with your uncle for kids for quid and things like. I used to be every, everything about it. But like you've just said there, the, the whole thing about how it used to be, and even even like half half time, there's no every, thinking about everything. And then you think about lockdown. There's no entertainment half time either. Like you, I know you think about lockdown, James. Yeah, you think about lockdown. We've been in lockdown. We come out of lockdown, and. Your season tickets are obviously way too much, but we come out of lockdown, right? And where's crossbar challenge? So if said, said you've got kids, right? You've got two kids. Yeah. Yeah. In a few years, you're going to take your two kids. So 40 quid for you, say it's 20, I don't know. So it's 60, it's going to, it's 100 quid. Like, I'm not being, I don't want to compare money with people, but me personally, like on average, I'd say people earn 400 quid a week. What I don't know, I'm just guessing, but for each 400 quid a week, you go to one Wednesday match and you've got two kids, and it's 100 quid before you paid bills, before you paid anything, it's a lot of money. And to be, to be charging that, you've got to be Premier League, not doing what we're doing. And if, if we are going to pay that, then come out and speak to fans and be like, and we love you all, and we just want to get, just there's nothing, it's just nothing's right about the club at all. Like, it's, just, mm. it's, it's horrible. I know. I know, I know we're kind of finishing on a bit of doom and gloom, but you've actually, you've actually got some uh, something you want to share, don't you, that uh, that that's, might make things, might, might cheer people up, I suppose. Uh, the raffle I've just drawn the raffle the winner of the raffle number one he was a number one out of one in hundred so Kyle Kyle Watts I've got him Kyle Watson oh god he lives out in Spain was, oh he lives out in Spain it's going to charge me a bit I could post it in packaging oh well whatever um, so yeah well done well done Kyle we love feedback we, even, if, even if it's bad I love it when we get a bit of feedback because we know what we can change so give us feedback like this is why I don't like negativity and stuff just give it if, if you think something's, we could get better by doing this tell us like we love to hear it yeah, right. Like I said, rather than leaving a rather than leaving a bad review, our DMs are open. Because you can honestly, if, you know, if you if you've got some criticism or constructive criticism, just drop us a message. You know, we'll, we'll, we we take it all on board. Obviously, you know, we've only just started doing this. You know, start of the year, um, we enjoy doing it. You know, I know we know it's not perfect. Uh, so if there's anything that you think we can improve on, please do let us know, and we'll 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 like I said, we'll take it all on board. And if it, and if it were perfect, there'd be no point doing it because no one's perfect. <laughs> So I'm going to do another thing now. I've just thought of something in my head. So everyone that's listening now, it's not fair for the people that are listening tomorrow night, but because some people get up earlier than others. But I'm sorry, I'm just, it's just, I'm doing it. So I've got another year because of raffle. So many people have supported had to go and stuff like that. So I've got three, three more, not to give away, but I'm going to. So three programs, just one program with Marcus Tudgate on front signed by Tudgate, one with Semedo signed by Semedo. Anyway, so. First three people to message me on Facebook tomorrow, I'll send you that programme each signed by one of the players. So Jamie Howcroft, H-O-W-C-R-O-F-T, if you haven't already got me, send me a private message on Facebook as soon as you hear this podcast. So I know you've listened to end and just say, can I have a programme? That's all you need to write. And if you want it first free, I'll send it to you. Yep. So anyway, the last thing, James, the last thing is this. So I messaged a kid earlier and he's from India. So I'm like, 
what, what's, what, what's, it's all right, these people living in America or whatever, but they've, they've moved there or whatever. But this kid, right, so he's just he's full-on Indian, or his family's full-on Indian, like he's never been to England and all this. I've looked at his pictures and that. So I messaged him, James, and I said, so tell us then, what, what, why do you why support Wednesday? And he said to me, he said, well, for a start, I love your podcast and all this, which is why it makes this even more mental like Andrew, because he's not just started supporting Wednesday recently, he's gone into all extremes of podcasts. Anyway, so I'm going to play this TNR, James, and... And when I play it, just all fans listening as well, when I play it, it, this is a fan that lives out in India and this is his real story. It's only 50 seconds long, but this is his story about why he supports Wednesday and I absolutely love it, man. It's a long story, but I'll try to keep it short. I have not been into football like for many, many years growing up. Um, I mean, I would watch occasionally, but yeah, not very much into football. I got into football when the pandemic started and I was doing my research on, you know, I was thinking I need a team to support. I can't just, you know, just watch football casually anymore. So I was doing my research and I came across, you know, the history and, you know, Wednesday was, it caught my eye. And I, as I was reading about its history and, you know, the players and the managers and how, you know, the, the philosophy of the, of the team you know Sheffield being a working town working class town and you know things like that uh, it really drew me and that's why I'm a Wednesday fan to keep it short so just leaving that there for a second James you're smiling down here I'm, I'm smiling to keep because I don't want to bore everyone but there's another 35 seconds what he says at the end of that and he says and he says all my, all my friends in India take me can't me because he said why Sheffield Wednesday and he says I just feel drawn to a club and all this and his favourite players press me away but I just think that's brilliant that I honestly do think it's touching I mean yeah we have everything this crap at the moment and everyone's you know doom and gloom to, to have someone you know all those miles away in India that, that's, that's chosen Sheffield Wednesday is there is his, is his club it's just How it's amazing isn't it, it? Yeah, how did it start? How did it get into philosophy? How did it get into... Yeah, I, I like that. I've, into, well, to mental. be fair, it, it's, it, must, it must have not watched us this season. It must have watched you know, <laughs> 90, 91 League Cup final yeah, and, you know, lockdown Waddle when and stuff he started, like that. James, lockdown when he started, weren't it? So yeah, no, he's, 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 he's been on YouTube and he's, look, he's looked at, like, Waddle and, and stuff like that, and <laughs> clearly. Well, so a massive, massive shout-out to Hubert, anyway, in, um, in India. Fantastic. That's, that's, that's It's mental, isn't it? You know, like, I mean, I've been, I've been looking as well. There's people all over the world that's been listening to us, which, uh, which I do find quite quite remarkable. It's brilliant. So thank you very much for uh, for listening. Uh, as always, you can leave us a re- review. Please make sure it's five star. Please, please, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, um, that would be really, really appreciated. Um, yeah, we've got uh, another interview coming up on Thursday that we spoke about Tommy Spurs so please make sure you listen to that one it is a good one uh, we just had such a laugh didn't we Jamie like to be, to be honest it, talking it, to, it talking really, to just, just normal kid and they just down to it but that's, that's the thing we offer these but they are they're just normal people like we are but you don't realise that do you, when you're abusing them all this they're just normal people and when they make mistakes they don't do it on purpose but they get killed for it so yeah, yeah it's brilliant. No. that's a good listen he's a proper it was just a proper lad weren't it to be yeah. uh, to be fair so that that one's coming out on, on Thursday uh, and then yeah we'll have another another episode for you coming next next week hopefully we're not talking about a relegation and hopefully we can beat Forest and uh, all the other games can go our go our way so uh, it's a yeah. goodbye from myself goodbye from me and next time you hear from us hopefully <laughs> championship team <laughs> fingers crossed alright see you later guys thank you
paydays are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.